Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about opening up to the fullness of self, the authentic self. We talk about different aspects of the feminine and different practices to awaken to all of these aspects of ourselves. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding. Today's episode is about Hecate and the medicine woman and that aspect of self that holds some of our more hidden gifts, some of our more hidden wisdom, some of our more innate knowings around woman. So I love working with this archetypal energy. I love the depth that she brings. I love the heights. I love the wisdom. It's like stepping into sacred women's business, the authentic, deep, sacred women's business. It's like reading Clarissa Pinkola Este's book, um, Women Who Run With the Wolves. You can feel medicine woman pouring through that book. You can feel that that's how her medicine woman expresses out into this world, gifts this world. Um, So this episode is about opening up to that aspect within ourselves and how does she innately, how does that energy, how does that archetypal energy, how do those gifts innately express through us? Because it will be very different for you than it will be for the woman standing next to you, than it will be for me. So I I invite you to walk into this episode really open-heartedly, really open-mindedly. And if Medicine Woman is singing to you or working with Hecate is singing to you or opening up to this aspect of self, I invite you to check out the Medicine Woman online workshop that we just put together on Rewilding. If you just go to our homepage, Rewilding for Women, do a little bit of a scrolling, you'll see um, the Medicine and Woman Mysteries online workshop. And that's kind of the supportive practices to deepen this journey. So to deepen into what we talk about on this podcast, what we talk about in this episode, and to actually do the work of it instead of just talking about it. And that's kind of my aim going forward is to have something where we can do the work, something where we can go to that next step for those who are called to. So it's, it's for those who are called to. Um, so I invite you to do that. If this episode resonates with you, if it starts to open things in you, if there's a curiosity around certain things, um, that's just a way to support and to continue the journey. All right, enough talking. Enjoy this episode. Let's do a quick practice, uh, regardless of where you're at or what you're doing. There's an invitation here to step into circle. So now is the point where I'm done being all chatty, I'm done being all giggly and laughy and sweet and da-na-na-na-na. And... Now is the time for us to open up circle. So now is the time for us to open up that sacred space. And we can do that very, very easily by opening up sacred space within self. So if you can find a way to step into a sacred place within self. So sometimes it's almost as simple as as just this shifting from like, right here's my consciousness, my day-to-day, my awareness, what I'm feeling into, what I'm thinking about, da 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 And I'm just going to shift it to here, which is a deeper realm within me, which is a more sacred realm within me, which is a more hidden realm within me. It can be that simple. Um, for some of us, it's feeling into our womb space. So I'll give you a couple different practices. Uh, feeling into womb space, especially when we start talking about Hecate, medicine woman, we definitely start to deal with womb healing, womb awakening, womb space, the mysteries of the blood mysteries, the womb mysteries, the creation mysteries. Hecate, medicine woman, is a lot about the magic of woman, the wisdom behind woman, the deeper um, abilities, the more hidden abilities, the more seemingly miraculous abilities of, of our bodies, of what our bodies are capable of doing, opening to, healing, um, bringing in, releasing, uh, gifting to another. So 
that's part of this. And that's another practice that you can do to sort of step into sacred space is maybe feel into the womb heart. I know a lot of women do a lot of heart based practices. So heart deep belly breaths is super, super simple. So doing whatever it is that feels right for you in this moment to step into sacred space. This is about you. This isn't about me. This is about you. It's about you coming into a place where it's like the body is open to a different sort of wisdom, a different sort of energy, a different sort of depth, a different sort of authenticity, a different sort of rawness, a different sort of honesty, a a different sort of fullness, Right? So, so breathing into that space, moving into that space, visualizing that space, whatever it is that will help you to be in that space. The second practice I'm going to invite us to do before we dive into this is imagine that you are sitting here with me and with other women from around the world. Imagine that we can transcend, which we can absolutely do, is we transcend screen. We transcend this Wi-Fi thing. We transcend time. So even if you're watching this later and it's not live, transcend it. We have that ability. We have that ability to be here now and to bring ourselves into this energetic vortex. And the more that you do it individually, the more that it creates bigger energy for the whole of us. This is part of the mysteries. This this is part of the unfolding and part of what we're capable of doing, part of what Shakti is capable of doing, part of what the energetics are, part of the wisdom that goes beyond this mental realm and these things that we've been taught that are so left brain, so logical. So I need to have a scientific um, study that proves this to me. These are, this goes beyond some of that. Science is just now starting to catch up to what we're capable of doing with our minds, with our thoughts, um, how we manifest things, how powerful we are as beings. So it's an invitation to step into that, to step into circle, to be here, to be present with all of these women, to fully bring self here. So let go of all the other distractions. If you've got computer screens on, you've got other things going on. And if you can, shut all that off, shut all that off. And it's almost like gifting self, like gifting self. All right, I'm going to gift myself these next 45 minutes. This is my gift to myself in celebration of what are very, very feminine holidays. So as I'm recording this, if you're here live, right, we're, we're, we're here gathering together on what is what has traditionally been a very, very potent, powerful, juicy time of the year where we are celebrating women's wisdom, ancient women's wisdom. We're celebrating natural cycles. We're celebrating... Um, the harvest, we're celebrating the spring, depending again on what hemisphere you're in as we're doing this. But a big part of it is we're celebrating the feminine. And, and so just almost feeling into that. And if in your heart, you can start to, so for me right now, I start to feel into that. And I start to feel into this joy and just this gratitude for being woman. How often do we get to just sink into a space where it's joy and love and gratitude for being woman, right? It's such a battle and such a struggle in so many other areas and aspects of life and the news and all that other stuff. And, and hell yeah, all that needs to happen. But for these next 45 minutes, can we just celebrate woman? Can we just sink in to our innate wiring, our bodies, our ways of being, our gifts, our magic, and and not to dishonor masculine by any means or dishonor other ways of being, not at all, but to just honor this, whatever the hell woman means to you and whatever the hell feminine means to you and whatever the hell medicine woman means to you or witch means to you or women's wisdom or ancient women's practices or sisterhood, whatever that means to you, can we just celebrate that and be in that space for the next 45 minutes? That's my invitation to us in this circle is to be in that All right, that's enough of an intro. That's enough of an inviting and enough of a creating the space and creating the container. Let's, so this is how this works. If this is your first time live, um, 
or first time listening, even if you're listening a little bit later on, I'm going to share. So I'm going to talk about Hecate. I'm going to maybe open up some doors to different parts of Hecate or medicine woman or parts of you or different aspects of self or different hidden bits or um, some of the magic that arises with, with, working with medicine woman so magic meaning some of those like soul gifts those like innate soul gifts of clairvoyance is one of them um oracle seer visionary is one another is healer just knowing how to heal energetic healing opening up different more esoteric principles or wisdom there is a lot of wisdom held in medicine woman wisdom around death rebirth wisdom around midwifery, wisdom around, like I said, the blood mysteries before, wisdom around womb, womb wisdom, womb magic, all of that womb, all of the reproductive women's business, right? This is like Hecate's playground. This is the medicine woman's playground. And (laughs) the things I have witnessed when working with women in this energy in retreats and through mystery school and in workshops and things, the things that you see and witness are mind blowing, are not something you're going to read about in a book. They're what would be considered miraculous, what would be considered out there or, or, um, or things you might see in a movie, right? Um, and they're real. <laughs> so I know that that sounds weird or strange. But I, here's an invitation. There are a lot of... I mean, don't take my word for this, right? Don't... don't th- th- everything. Feel what resonates for you. Feel what's true for you. Feel what's real for you. And everything anybody ever says to you, it's discernment, 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 discernment. But I also want to attempt to make this tangible and examples. So I know that there are a lot of women on this live stream right now who have been on retreat with me, who are in mystery school or were in mystery school or have been in workshops with me. And we have gone into some really big energy with medicine woman, some really big potent healing space, some really big potent awakening space. And if there's anything that you feel to share around that, I invite you to. So I invite you to leave a comment on this live stream around any of your medicine woman experiences or, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Any of your medicine woman experiences, whether we've been in person doing that work or even for those of you who've done online workshops with me around medicine woman, I would love to open that discussion and just create a little bit of space um, for sharing. So it's not just coming from me. Um, it's coming, it's coming from other women. Okay. So where do we start? Uh, I was just going to finish off how we, how this looks. So I will talk. This is absolutely feeling free to share and to keep commenting for those of you who are here live. So Absolutely encouraging interaction, comments, shares, things that pop up, things that we we can witness for you as a circle, um, or things you feel to add. So you may have a lot of wisdom around this. Please add. Please share. Uh, that's This is a co-creation, so if there are things that you feel to share, please do. Uh, at the end, I'm going to leave a little bit of space for questions. So... Uh, probably the last, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes or so we'll leave for any sort of questions um, that have arisen around Medicine Woman. Okay, so let's talk about this and let's start to feel into Hecate. So let's start to feel into hmm, why. This was something that I wanted to start off with in this discussion is why, 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 what what will medicine woman open for us or awaken or heal or release us from or liberate us from? What, what, why? Why do we do this? What's the point? Oftentimes, there is this aspect of us as feminine. It's also in, in men, so it doesn't just have to be in women. So when I say feminine, I'm just saying it's a feminine aspect, not man or woman. But within us, there's this aspect that is incredibly connected to nature, incredibly in tune with natural rhythm, 
with natural cycles. There's a part of us that can sense the external world, can sense so much more than what we've been, most of us have been trained in the Western world to sense. So it's sensing weather patterns. It's sensing subtle changes. It's sensing animal movements, right? Like that's kind of part of this, tiny little part of it. I'm giving you just tiny little examples. Because the interesting thing is that medicine woman and how she shows up for each of us is very, 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 very different. Very different. So just because I'm talking about her as this earth-based shamanic, um, very in touch with nature aspect does not mean that that's how she's going to show up for you. So another way that she shows up is wise old crone. You can kind of think about that wise old crone. You know what you know, but you don't know how you know it or incredible intuition or incredible foresight or the oracle opens up the, the gift of sight, the gift of vision starts to open up. That's very, very Hecate based. That's very much medicine woman. Um, the ability to read tarot cards, um, the, the bones, uh, all of those types of things, astrology, reading astrology, knowing astrology, um, doing um, Akashic record readings. That's a very Hecate medicine woman practice. So you're starting to see some of these different threads. Another thread um, for medicine women, women can be around um, healing. So the arts, the different arts of healing. So any woman who is in alternative medicine or alternative therapies, you're a medicine woman, right? Even doctors are, are medicine women, like proper Western doctors, MDs, that, that's medicine. That's medicine. So the knowing how to heal the body, all of those different modalities falls into medicine woman. So I'm just giving you a couple different examples. Now, why? Why, 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 why work with this archetype? Why open to Hecate? Why medicine woman? Because she will open up some of those gifts, some of those innate gifts in every single woman. There is not a single woman that I have ever worked with who has stood in Hecate energy or open to Hecate energy or medicine woman energy and gone, eh, there's nothing here for me. Or, eh, nah. Nah, this one's, this one's not so much. It's such a big magic in us. Such an unfolding of the hidden, hidden soul gifts. Soul gifts. It's sometimes the gifts that we have hidden. It's, <laughs> here, here we go. It's... The reason why when you go to a rewilding workshop and you come home and your friends from high school ask you, where were you? It's the reason you say you were on a meditation retreat or doing yoga, right? So this is part of the realm that we're starting to talk about. This is part of the realm that Hecate starts to open up for us and starts to help us to remember. So it's a remembering of the wisdom and a reclaiming of it. So it's also part of what Hecate is about and Medicine Woman is about is helping us to let go of any fears around stepping into our weirdness, our witchiness, our Medicine Woman, our esoteric gifts, our bits that are not necessarily um, massaged out of us in everyday society, right? So some of, um, some of my most, some of the best things that I can give to the world and share in the world and give to another person are not something that I was able to learn in school. There was nothing that anybody was talking about in school. Nothing you could go to college for. I couldn't get a degree in being medicine woman, priestess, dark goddess, whatever the heck it is that I do. There, do you see what I'm saying? So part of this 
gift of medicine woman is to allow a person to stand in their fullness despite reactions from the outside world, despite the projections from the outside world, despite the judgments from the outside world, despite the past atrocities that happened as well for a person. So when, when you start to work with medicine woman and you start to work with Hecate, we cannot avoid going through the collective pain or the ancestral pain or the past life pain that we hold in our cellular memory, in our psychic memory, in our collective consciousness, that pain and that wounding around the last time I expressed these feminine gifts, I was burnt at the stake for being a witch, right? The last time I was a healer, my babies were taken away from me. The last time I exercised my knowledge of plant-based medicine, I was beheaded. The last time I fully opened to my intuitive nature, my sight, my vision, my oracle, I was hung, right? That is the gift. One of the gifts of Hecate, of working in this energy, is the release, the liberation from that unconscious energy that all of us hold. I still have yet to come across a woman who does not come up against some form of this in some way. The fear of if I step into my allness and my gifts, bad things are going to happen to me. I, I, I've not, if somebody is here on the live and you've not experienced that and you're just like, dude, I am super happy to go into my allness. There is no fear. There's, I, I will put you in the medicine wheel and take you into the unconscious places. They're not conscious. A lot, some, of they, some of these are, right? Some of you've done past life regressions and you have experienced yourself burning on a stake. You'll have experienced the hangings or you'll go into meditation and your throat starts to close up, right? I bet you that there are women on this live stream right now listening to this where your throat is getting sore. It's starting to hurt and it's almost like you're being choked, right? Or you start to get really hot because... Uh, it's coming back and you're starting to remember, holy shit. And, and these are, these are deep, right? This is the unconscious realm that we're talking about. These are not conscious everyday thoughts. It's like the, why can I not step into my illness? Why am I so afraid to tell my family that I was rewilding, that I'm actually opening up to parts of myself that are called a medicine woman and a dark goddess and a blah, 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 and a blah, 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 and a blah, blah, blah. Why, why am I not telling them? It's those questions of what, What's holding me back, right? The vision board. I know I talk about this a lot. You've got the vision board up and you have this, this beautiful vision and, and vision for your life and things you want to manifest. And it's just not fucking happening. It's not happening. And it's not from lack of conscious push. It's not, you're, 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 you're working on it, right? You're on that diet. You're consciously working on it, but you're just not losing the weight. You're just, it's, it's because it's unconscious. It's in a deeper level. It's in a deeper realm. It's in a realm that you're not going to be able to talk your way into. It's in a realm that you're going to have to descend into, right? You're going to have to open a door and get in there into the unconscious in whatever practices or modalities or tools or teachers or facilitators or door openers that you're called to work with. And then you go into those places. And from that, you, you, that's where you work. You work there. And what happens is, is these things start to unfold or you start to see, feel, witness. Oh my God, am I scared to step into my gifts. 
oh my God, am I scared to be seen in the world for who I actually am? Oh my God, am I scared to wield that much power? Here's another one, wielding power and the misuse of power. So this is another beautiful, amazing, glorious aspect that medicine woman Hecate takes us to is where do you fear power? I'm not talking about like money power or like that ego power. I'm talking about spiritual power. I'm talking about medicine woman power. I'm talking about priestess power. I'm talking about Shakti power. I'm talking about really big potency in self to affect serious change for the good or for the not so good, right? So when we start to open up to all of this juice and all of this energy, things start to move a lot quicker, right? Our ability to attract things into our world changes in a really big way. Um, and so we, we have to look at that and that comes up and it comes up in order to be released, in order to liberate us from it because of those unconscious patterns of, okay, if I step into my power, I'm gonna hurt people. I know a lot of women who are starting to reclaim these parts of self, starting to open up to the fullness of self. And this doesn't even have to be around being a medicine woman per se or how that looks in the world or, or reclaiming your witchy gifts or being a herbalist or being a healer. And it's nothing to do with that. Um, it's the, <laughs> if I step into my fullness and my allness, I'm going to hurt somebody. I'm going to hurt feelings. I'm going to, I'm going to wield this power in a bad way. That's another aspect of this. It's kind of two-sided. So if you're sort of seeing the two sides of the same coin, one is if I step into this, I'm going to hurt someone or misuse this power. Or if I step into this, I'm going to be hurt or killed or burnt at the stake or ostracized or ridiculed or my family, and, and we can even feel into it on more mundane surface level terms of my family's gonna treat me differently. My family's gonna look at me differently. And that hurts. They might judge, or they might feel like, you might feel like you're an outsider, or the black sheep, you're, right? So, Here's something else I love about this aspect of the feminine. I love about this archetypal energy. I love about this goddess. I love about Hecate. Is that she is, she's a dark goddess. Dark goddess means her ability to reveal that which is hidden, right? Um, and, and there's a lot of different ways to explain dark goddess, but I'm just kind of giving you these sort of terms to help with Hecate. Ability to take us into the more hidden aspects, ability to open some of the ship, some of the shadow, some of the, the bits that we've repressed or the bits that we've pushed down or the bits that we have yet to awaken to. And she does it kind of with the ferocity. So the dark goddesses have this, this ferocity to them. But of the dark goddesses, Hecate is a very, very, very accessible dark goddess. Very accessible. And that's why in Rewilding, we put her in the face of the medicine woman. She's definitely in both, right? She's in both faces. She's in both categories of the feminine, of all six of the categories. She's in, she's in both of them. She's in, she's in two. She's in dark goddess and, um, and she's in medicine woman. So for, for anyone who's wanting to start to walk into dark goddess territory and start to reclaim and start to walk into the hidden realms and the unconscious realms and start to open up some of the repressed stuff and start to do some of the shadow work, Hecate is an amazing place to start. Ama because she's accessible, unlike some of the other archetypes like Lilith and Kali, can be really hard for some women to get to and they only come when they come and you could work um, there are a few women who have done three retreats with me and still are unable to open to Kali um, there was a woman uh, just did her fourth retreat and Kali opened and she goes I know why she didn't open before because I wasn't ready 
there's a readiness there's a preparation, uh, the soul, the, there has to be a certain level of ego stability, of, of stability in self, and a certain level of maturity before some of those will start to open. But Hecate doesn't have that. There's not this high level um, of, of requirements, right? It's like she doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of prerequisites to, to open to her, to step into her energy, to awaken to her. So the other beautiful aspect of Hecate medicine woman is this ancient women's business. Uh, this, we talk about it and you hear these terms like sacred women's business, ancient women's wisdom, uh, and, and they, you can feel them in your bones. At least this is how it is for me and a lot of women I talk to is you can like feel that in your bones. It's like, yeah, I feel that. But where is that? Like, what, where is that? What is that? I, I, I feel the truth in it. I feel the potency in it. I, I, I'm, I'm like craving it. There's a calling. Like there's a calling to sit in circle. Maybe that's, maybe it's not sit in circle, but there's a calling to, to open to this ancient women's wisdom. What is that? These ancient women's, like red tent, for instance. Like this to me is this, um, is this like very, very entry level um, to what this is. And like very starting level of what this is and how wild and big that went, how fast that went. It's because there's, it's, it's like, where is that? This is what medicine women open for us. This is part of their gifting and their magic. And it is from a realm that is far beyond reading shit in a book. Far beyond reading stuff in a book. It's that gnosis, right? It's, it's when the soul wisdom awakens. So you walked into this life with a certain amount of wisdom that you just know. You know it's in your bones. You've lived past lives through it. If you don't believe in past lives, that's fine. I always like to think of it as like a backpack, right? Like you came into this life with a backpack. There's a backpack of certain gifts that you just have. Soul gifts, soul wisdom, soul knowing, soul calling. This is what makes us all so different and unique and beautiful and amazing. And when I talk about medicine woman and I talk about Hecate, and, and we at the start you heard me say, she's so unique and she will express through each of us so differently. And part of, um, I just sent out um, an email to the women who are doing the Medicine Woman workshop. Um, and the thing I wrote in the email, I said, the, the, the best thing that I can tell you for walking into this workshop, walking into the opening and the embodiment of Hecate and the Medicine Woman is to go in with a very open mind, a very open heart, and to walk in with a lot of curiosity. Because the way that she expresses through you is going to be so different than how she expresses through me, right? Your way might be, um, your way might be the wisdom around babies, right? The wisdom around, there's, these, there's just this innate knowing, like you just know children, you know babies, you know that. For another friend of mine, she has this innate knowing, has zero training on this other than innate knowing and practice and just doing it and trusting and following Shakti and opening up all of these doors and cleaning out all of the lines so that the whole part of the whole gift opens is the ability to sing souls over to the other side. Right? So singing souls over from the living realm into the other realm, singing souls and also the mid, so this is to me is midwife, midwifery, spiritual midwifery and singing souls in, right? So singing the babies in, singing the souls in as babies are born. And that's, that's, these are like innate knowings. Another woman that I know, um, the way she expresses medicine woman is very much through uh, the creation of teas, the creation of herbal teas, the creation of yoni, yoni brew, right? This is the least I'm talking about in yoni brew and knows, knows what, what herbs to put in to heal this thing or to open this thing and just knows plants, knows, knows the medicinal properties of them. And sure, she's read some of it in a book, but there's also just this wisdom that arises of this needs to be in here and this I do not have that skill, right? I do not, and that is not gonna be one of my medicine women attributes. Like that is not how that energy wants to express through me 
in the least. So when working with Hecate, when working with Medicine Woman, curiosity, being open, um, and, and, and curious about self with zero judgment of how she's coming to express through you. Um, sorry, she's, she's clearly expressing through me. Um, I love, 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 love working with Medicine Woman. And I love working with her from any, any stage um, of a woman's development, any stage of her journey or her spiritual path or her awakening path or her evolutionary path or whatever it is that we're calling it today. Uh, because she is so good at the, at the starting level of awakening and she's still so good at the heights. Um, and um, it's just, wow. Um, just this weekend, I did a men's event. The first energy that I took them into was Medicine Man, which is obviously the reciprocal to Medicine Woman um, in the masculine is Medicine Man. And part of the reason that I do that is because that is a space that can be held over um, such a wide variety of experiences and, uh, and levels that everybody's at. Um, for those of you who are wanting to explore Medicine Woman, we just released the Medicine Woman workshop today. Um, and if you got the email, you'll have seen it. And that's what I was just talking about when I was saying I wrote the email to the women who just signed up for that workshop talking about walking into this with ultimate curiosity, just ultimate openness, open-heartedness, um, open mind as to what's going to unfold. So, uh, I'm just feeling if there's anything else to talk about with Medicine Woman. Ancestral lines. So she's another, she's an aspect that can also open up ancestral lines. And I know that was just the topic that we did two weeks ago. Um, so between working with the mother and working with a medicine woman, those would be the two faces that I would say will support and hold the healing of ancestral lines. Medicine Woman does some really, 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 really deep magic. Medicine Woman also does some really big work around loss of babies, around any sort of sexual trauma, around anything to do with women's reproductive system. Big healing big releasing, so abortions or miscarriages or things like that or any sort of sexual traumas, you can list a whole slew of them. She's really good, really good. That's how she expresses through me. So when I was saying how she expresses through a lot of different women, that's one of the ways that she expresses through me really strongly and really potently is very much in a healing capacity and then opening the door to that space of womb healing, of sexual healing, of the liberation of the release of some of those old energies that we hold in that area of the body or we hold around experiences even if they're not from this life. So they don't have to be from this life. They can be ancestral things we've absorbed or they can be past life things that we've, we've, um, we've endured and we are still putting in our backpack. <laughs> so some of that energy is in our backpack too. So that's what I love about Hecate is just her ability to, if you, if you think about her as an archetypal energy, right? She's known as Queen of the Witches. So here's how I'll end this. I'll talk a little bit about Hecate. She's known as Queen of the Witches. She is one of those archetypal energies, goddesses that can traverse the realms. So she can easily traverse the realms. She's known as a, a triple um, triple goddess. So three faces to her maiden mother crone. She's known as queen of the night as well. So queen of the night, very much moon goddess, very much, what are some of her animals? Dogs. And what's the, if anybody knows the animals that she's associated with, I know it's dogs. She's also known for goddess of the crossroads, 
So she's an archetypal energy when you're at a place in your life where you don't really know which way to go or the decisions to make. Beautiful energy to work with. Because of her sight, her gift of vision, um, she can see past, present, and future. So she is, oh, oh um, Elise, thank you. Raven, I've not heard of the dove. I knew Raven, um, uh, but very much she's got a pack of dogs. And you can look up more about her um, and you can do kind of a Google search and just feel some of the stuff out there is just bleh. Um, so just feel what feels right, feel what resonates. I know Elise has put some stuff in the Facebook group that's been really, really fantastic. Um, so that's, a, that's kind of a beautiful place to start is, I know that there's an article in there um, on Hecate. Uh, again, she's a midwife. So anything around women's mysteries, blood mysteries, when we're wanting to come into deeper connection with our own rhythm, when we're wanting to align our... So I work with her when I come out of rhythm, right? I travel all of the time. I travel a lot. I'm in different hemispheres. I'm in different seasons, bouncing around like that. And when I, when I start to get out of cycle, um, like blood cycle or even just any other sort of personal cycles within myself, it's Hecate who I come back to, to, to sort of facilitate and to hold that space for my rhythm coming in to rhythm with big mama rhythm, right? And so when I do those practices, I will start to bleed on the new moon every time. When I get really, um, really solid in those sorts of practices or I'm working a lot with Hecate, I will sink right into rhythm, right into rhythm. So I end up aligning with the moon and that's my healthiest rhythm. That's my most supportive rhythm is that rhythm. And so she's a beautiful energy to work with if you've got anything going on around those sorts of areas, anything around sexual health, anything around rhythm health, anything around blood health, anything around those sorts of things. That's This is Hecate's domain. Um, yeah, she's... Uh, practices to support her. There's a whole ton of them in that workshop that I just talked about. By the way, this workshop is $35. So it's nothing, right? It's nothing. And there's a, it's 35 bucks for the month. Um, so, uh, I think we'll, it's posted in the Facebook group. Um, it's definitely in an email if you're a subscriber. Uh, yeah. And the practices that I will share here around supporting Hecate and going into Hecate or medicine woman are things like um, shamanic journeying is a beautiful practice to open the doors to those realms. Um, if you can do a shamanic journey with the invocation of the archetypal energy, though, it'll change the whole of everything. So instead of just putting on some drumming music and going like, do how the hell am I going to get through that door? If you do some archetypal accessing with Medicine Woman or Hecate, then you do a shamanic journey, it will be a whole different experience, right? Because you've invoked, so you want to invoke and invite medicine woman energy in, right? And there's a transmission. So there's also a transmission that happens in certain programs or certain ways that you work um, where it's the awakening of her. So if, if you're in a room of women who are awake to the medicine woman and awake to Hecate, and they all start opening up to their Hecate, your Hecate is going to open, right? That's part of the gift of working in women's circles. That's part of the gift of, and that's part of the gift of doing rewilding workshops, right? It's you and I, and we're opening up to that space. That's part of what we're doing here. So even here, we're getting a flavor of her and a feel for her. And it's sort of like, here, this is, the, the, let's start to open the door to her. Let's start, let's start to traverse the realm. Let's start to invite that energy in. Not even in, it's more awake. So we've all got her. So this is another thing. She's in all of us, all of us. She's in you. So I know when I first came to this work, whatever, 10 years ago, it was so, um, so, out, so outside of me, or I thought, well, I'm not like a proper witch. I don't, 
I don't really even know what Beltane is, or I don't, I, I, maybe, maybe I don't belong here and I don't want to be disrespectful to somebody else's, um, traditions or beliefs, but that's not what I'm talking about here, right? I'm not, she's in you. She's in me. She's in my mom, right? She's in every woman. And, and it's our, it's part of us opening up to our allness and us stepping into who we are is the reclamation of this part of her, this part of us opening that door and, and allowing that to be expressed through us, however she wants to express it through us, however that is. And it might simply just be, wow, I am a better mother because of this. It might simply be, wow, I am healthier in my body, my mind because of this. Or it might be, wow, I am called to express some of these gifts in my work, through my work, or through the way that I mother. I'm called to express some of this knowledge and some of this wisdom in my daily interactions with my family, right? Okay, wow. I love her. Um, I love the medicine woman. So I want to open up. We've got 10 minutes, um, and I would love to just open up to any questions. And if you've got a question, the best way to ask that question on the live is to write three question marks and then your question. This way I can just um, easily see when it's a question versus a comment, and it just helps a lot um, to to get right into it. Um, so anything around medicine woman, anything that's popped up for you, anything that I can maybe help with in the next 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> swimming, just swimming in that beautiful energy. Um, oh, Casey, thanks for sending love and light woman. I feel you. Um, we are natural healers in so many ways. Esther, I so totally agree. Um, here we go. Um, Livy, is it possible to heal my womb after abortion on my own? I don't have an in-person sacred women's circle to help me. Um, so Livy, I, first and foremost, um, there's always physical things to talk about, to honor, to, uh, make sure that we hold space for and making sure that at any time we've had some sort of a procedure or something has gone on with us that we are checked out by a medical doctor that physically everything is good, right? So first and foremost, I have to say that. Um, and I think we all know that we need to do that. So then moving beyond that, healing the womb, hell yes, sister is my answer to that the things that the medicine woman can do for our wombs is beyond mind-blowing beyond mind-blowing so women who are having problems having babies or finding it challenging to conceive children amazing to work with the medicine woman I've witnessed women getting pregnant just after doing big medicine woman work in workshops Um, also the letting go of any of the energetics that we're holding on to around the trauma of abortion, around, um, I don't even want to use the word trauma. So any of those energetics that we're holding on to, to release them, to love them, right? That's part of Hecate is just, it's a loving, it's a loving letting go. It's a loving release. It's a loving healing. It's a loving opening. It's a loving bringing the back, the body back into balance. So especially after abortion, especially after miscarriage or, um, Especially after that, part of big, beautiful medicine woman is that coming back into health and energetics. um, Physical oftentimes will follow the energetics. Uh, I say that, but I also just really also need to stress the whole medical doctor thing and the whole making sure that everything's all good in those realms. So um, Libby, I would absolutely say we do a lot of womb work in the medicine woman workshop. So I think that was your next question. Um, If that's something that might be useful, we do a lot of womb work. We do a lot of bringing um, self back into natural rhythm as well. 
in that workshop. So sister, you feel into it. And if it feels right, if it feels like it's something supportive, give it, give it a shot, give it a shot. I would absolutely say, yeah, based on how much we open to and how much womb stuff that there is. Um, Um, <laughs> I love you, sister. How about a rewilding sewing fall next year? Uh, oh, I love it. Um, Eliza, can you deceive? I'm not really sure what that question is. Beautiful woman, if you could maybe expand on that, um, that would be, maybe you're referring to the misuse of power. I'm not really sure that we were talking about, but if you want to expand on that, that's beautiful. How can medicine woman bring her gifts to the corporate world? Oh, Josephine, here's an example. Again, I can't tell you because the way that your medicine woman is going to show up in the corporate world is going to be different than every other woman's medicine woman and how she shows up in the corporate world. So there's a beautiful woman in Australia who um, I've worked very, very, very closely with, and she's a good friend of mine. And she works in corporate Australia, very high up in corporate, has done so pretty much her whole, I think her whole life. She's been in corporate. And she has very, very open medicine woman in, in her life. And the way that this woman wields, I shouldn't say wields, I should say the way that she sprinkles her magic <laughs> through the corporate world is mind boggling. Part of what she does is she, in a very, very uh, like undercurrent sort of a way, she's opening people's minds to this aspect of the feminine just by how she gifts them. So she'll gift them with little energetic things or little intuitive flashes or little insights or she'll gift them. She also knows, um, she knows herbs and she knows natural remedies like it's nobody's business. And so she'll gift them and say, oh, have you tried pe peppermint or have you tried da 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 da? And so not only is she kind of healing people in this very quiet, undercurrent, beautiful way, she's also changing the whole of their perceptions around feminine gifts, around medicine woman, around Hecate, because they're all starting. So they will now invite her into meetings and sit her in a certain place in the room because they know that she's got this ability to see and to read the energy of the room. So they sit her in this certain place in the room so that they can see her face based on what um, like their partners are saying or um, their customers are saying or, or, or whoever is in this meeting. They put her in certain places. So they've started to see this magic. So all of those are different kinds of examples. Um, Josephine, I love that question. Love it to death because it brings us to reality of like, yeah, I can be a medicine woman, have a corporate job, or I can be a medicine woman and be a mom. I can, I can express my medicine woman and I don't have to give up everything I have and open up a healing practice. So Josephine, heck yeah, sister. Um, love that. And that is super, super beautiful. Um, Eliza, I like this question too. Can you describe blood mysteries in more detail? So blood mysteries are Um, it's funny they're called blood mysteries because like you just don't talk about it isn't it funny like I'm like ah, I don't know how to talk about that I could show you um, or I could open you to it or we can awaken to it but I don't even know how to talk about it uh, it's us opening up to what our bodies are doing in a much bigger way us understanding what our bodies do in rhythm, whether we bleed or we don't bleed. It's us as women understanding the fucking power and the potency and the fucking magic that happens in our bleeding, in our monthly cycle, in our rhythm, in our ovulating. It's how we fucking create babies, right? And we, uh, we oftentimes don't even honor that. Like I can make a baby in this body. This body makes a baby these bodies make babies and we sometimes kind of can feel into the miracle of that 
but it also does a million other things that we don't honor, we don't feel into, we don't, for lack of a better way of saying it, no, I'll say it in a better way, we don't open to, we don't express, we don't utilize. It's like it's dead, right? Like we are using one one thousandth of what our bodies are capable of doing. We're using one one thousandth of what our wombs are capable of doing, of what our natural rhythms are capable of doing, of how we're able to create and how we're able to manifest, how we're able to heal, how we're able to connect. That to me is part of what blood mysteries are. It's deep feminine wisdom and they're very different for each of us. So, um, but it's the starting to open up to that. There's a beautiful thing on blood mysteries in that medicine woman workshop um, that was written up by Hannah who is uh, the midwife, the midwife medicine woman that I was talking about, uh, who holds womb wisdom so deeply and so sacredly. And that's another part of it is the sacredness to it. And it's the opening up to the sacredness of, of woman, of, of our, all those things that I just talked about. Okay, let's do, let's do one more question. There is one question that I'm going to go back to, and I wasn't going to answer this because it's not about Medicine Woman. Um, but Kessie, I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you just because it's <laughs> it's a question. Um, struggling with my rewilding mother wounding workshop. So there's a workshop called Mother Love, and that's I'm guessing that's what Cassie's talking about. Feeling I'm not connecting with it. Any tips? So Cassie, here's what I'm going to suggest: go listen to the two podcasts on mother wounds first then go into the workshop. So that's the first thing that I want to suggest is go into those. Also, go do things that get you out of your head. So this is probably maybe first time starting to work with some of this energy. Do things that get you out of your head, like big practices, even probably being here. If you were to go do mother love right now, chances are you'll be able to go in deeper. Um, also, sometimes there's so much wounding. So um, even just the fact that you say rewilding mother wounding workshop, it gives me clues that there's a lot of wounding around mother, right? Because it's not called mother wounding workshop. It's called mother love. <laughs> but when we are carrying deep traumas, we also carry deep protection around that. We carry deep defenses around that deep protection. And for a reason, it kept us, kept us safe, probably kept us, for some of us, kept us alive, right? They were survival mechanisms. And so especially around when we start to do mother, these are protection mechanisms that we developed however many years ago, right? So Cassie, how old are you? Let's just say you're 35. I'm totally guessing. Let's say you're 35. They developed 30 years ago or 33 years ago or whatever it was, right? That's a 33, 35-year-old pattern. And so the more trauma that we've got around some of that stuff, oftentimes the more protective mechanisms we're going to have around it, the more defenses we're going to have around it. So sister, what I can say to you is the more that you can drop into your body, the more that you can even possibly have someone support you through it. So when we've got a lot of trauma and we're having a hard time getting into places, this is why in-person things are so beautiful or being in a circle of sisters, right? Is so be because there's someone witnessing. There's someone who's got one foot with you, right? There's someone who's got the door open. So I'm standing there holding the door open and I'm staring at you when you're not walking through it. I'm, st I'm staring at you and I'm telling you, you're not walking through the door. You're not, I, I feel you and I can feel the pain this is causing. I can feel what's arising. And I know that you would much rather think about the grocery list for tomorrow than go into this. I know that you would much rather stand in stone cold, absolute shut down, numb space than have to feel what's on this side. I, I feel you, sister. But this is where liberation's at. This is where the healing is at. It's not going to move unless we can open the door to it and witness it and allow it to start to move, right? Do you feel the difference in that? Um, so those are my suggestions for you, Cassie. And I know that that was not related per se to this, but I did not want to... Um, not answer your question. Okay, um, my gorgeous, amazing, beautiful, wild woman, fabulous friend, 
I invite you to post things around Medicine Woman or things around Hecate into the Facebook group this week um, between now and next week's live stream. I just kind of want to hold space, like really hold space for this um, for this face of the feminine, for the medicine woman, for, oh, Cassie shaking, thank you, sister, hell yeah, woman, right, oh, I, my heart is bursting for you, my heart is bursting for you, sister, just feel, 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 ah, oh, I've got lots of love for you, um, okay, uh, that's it, that's it, uh, if medicine woman is singing, I'll see you in the online workshop, if, you're up for coming to next week's live. We're going to do Wednesday next week, and then we'll skip the following week after that um, just because it's retreats and mystery schools going on. We've got new events in Australia, so if you're in Australia and you've been messaging me saying, Sabrina, get your rear end back home. Um, it's sorted. We've got a few things going on there. Uh, what else can I tell you? I don't know. I love you. Let's do lots of really cool medicine woman stuff in the Facebook group this week. I would love to hear. I would love to share articles, um, things that are coming up for you. would love to hear personally what's going on for you. Um, yeah, I love you. And hell yeah to opening up to all of those parts of you. All of those parts of you. Right? All of them. The big juicy powerful ones, the big medicine woman ones, the witchy ones, the ones that have all of your gifts, those soul gifts, those hidden gifts, those heck yeah. And just holding huge space and huge love for that and really want to honor, honor it because I know that there are a lot of places in this world that don't yet honor medicine woman, don't yet honor the witch. So in rewilding here in this circle when we're together. Sister, I honor you. All right, I will see you when I see you. Huge love. Mwah.